right, it is uh, July 25th on recording. It'll probably be July 26th on release. It has been near. It has been a month uh, since you and I have pushed record. Uh, and I think at least, like, what, two and a half weeks ago, we were like, hey, we should record soon. Uh, and then, you know, life somehow, like, just happens. And here we are nearing the end. How is July almost over? <laughs> I don't even know. Okay. Um... I'm not. We're not going to go over every um, every game that has happened, especially since uh, there's not a lot of excitement uh, to to be had in uh, in all the recent games. But some of the some of the things that have uh, come that have happened since one, uh, the United States won the World Cup. Um, yes, that's Just how long it's been. Since, yeah, that's how long it's been since we put out a, a podcast. That happened since the last time we put out an episode. But uh, they won the World Cup. Super exciting. Um, I don't know. I don't remember if I kept it in the episode where we, where we talked about it. Because uh, sometimes I edit out some of the sort of odds and stuff. Because um, I'm not sure how much anybody cares about that. But um, in uh, I in in I took Megan Rapino at twenty two to one. Uh, to uh, to be the golden ball winner. Um, yeah, golden ball winner. And going into that game, I was like, she's gonna get it. I just knew it. I was super stoked. Uh, so I felt like a genius. Um, when uh, when that happened, uh, Rose Lavelle got a goal, and boy, do I wish I ever could be excited about something the way she was excited about that goal. Um, how exciting. I mean, did you, you, I assume you watched the final. Yeah. Um, so actually we were, my parents and I were up in, in Buffalo, New York. Uh, we found a sports bar that had it on and we, we went and watched the game up there and it, it was crazy. You know, it's, it's so interesting to see how communities kind of come together, um, for big events like this and the, the bar when Megan Rapino scored was just it kind of lit up and, and exploded. But man, when Rose put that second goal in, I thought my parents were going to lose their mind. Um, my my dad is very loud when it comes to sports, so he was going crazy. But my mom has loved watching Rose since she got to to DC, and so she was so happy as well. And it, it was a great kind of. Uh, family moment and love love seeing a local product uh be so successful on the world stage and i was i was so excited to welcome her back because you know can't can't beat seeing rose every week um playing for your team so my favorite part about all that is going into all of this all of the people who pay attention to this stuff when big events like the, when the Olympics and the World Cups happen, they know who Megan Rapinoe is. They know who Alex Morgan is. They know who Carly Lloyd is and stuff like that. Not only was it fun for a name that, that less people knew about, it was not, not only was it fun to have that person score a goal, but as a DCist, it was a, it was wonderful for people to be like, Oh, what a game. Like, yeah. And you know what? That, the, the, the woman who scored the second goal, she plays right up the road. Yeah. Like, if you had fun watching that, you can watch her do that on the weekends, on Saturday nights, up in Germantown. Um, so it was a lot of fun being able to promote the spirits uh, through actions on uh, – through success of the national team. Uh, the spirits 
the spirit Jordan, um, since our last podcast, I think that's what it is. I think if we don't podcast, we don't give the spirit life. Apparently, I think is what's happening. Um, the spirits just a month ago, um, when I talked to Andy Sullivan, were on top of the table. They looked like that they were. They looked like they were destined for the playoffs. And now, at the time of the recording, they have 21 points. They're in third place. Um, they are only. Uh, they are five points behind first place, uh, which is Portland with 26 points. And behind them, Utah is in sixth place uh, with 18 points. So the spread between second and sixth uh, is only four points right now. And just in the past month, Jordan, they have gone from destined for the playoffs to going to have to fight for it, I think. Um, what have been your thoughts as the spirits sort of plateau a little bit in this exciting season and show some vulnerability? Yeah, I think it's a combination of, of a few things. So first of all, I mean, you look at how many goals they've scored over kind of this eight game period or so, and, you know, they struggled a little bit. And I think that that has a lot to do with, you know, they're a young team. Uh, they got a lot of rookies. Um, and, and younger players. And so it's going to take some time for them to figure that out, uh, go through some rough patches, and, and that's all right. Uh, I think yesterday was huge with Ashley Hatch getting a goal. Um, she had kind of been going cold a little lately, and when she's playing at the top of her game and scoring, uh, they're going to be tough to beat. I think the other thing, too, is kind of in this stretch, Tegan McGrady's been hurt, and... Uh, it's they've almost had a little bit of a rotation on the back line a bit. And again, an, another spot where they're very young and um, Tori Huster's really the veteran of the, the back line. And I think that it's going to take some time for them to still figure it out and work through some of these things. And I think, especially in, you know, the Orlando game, uh, you just saw some some lapse in judgment, and then, you know, Marta's going to punish you. So uh, I think just going through some of these midseason uh, lows are going to help them in the end and got a big bounce-back win last night that's good for confidence going into uh, an off weekend. You know, you said Ashley Hatch, you know, looked like she might have gone cold. Uh, the, the rest of the offense um, still more – more potent than it was last year, but still not quite as, or still, it's more successful than it was last year, but it's still not quite as potent as it kind of seemed like it could have been at the beginning of the season. What do you think that front line needs to do to really open up and get some of these uh, 3-1, 3-2 victories where they're putting more goals on a scoreboard and forcing teams to play catch-up? Yeah, I think another thing we kind of saw last night was the combination of Ashley Hatch and Rose and Mallory Pugh all getting in there together and, and really putting some pressure on these back lines. Um, I think as the season goes on, they're going to have more cohesion on that front line, uh, especially with you know having Shayna being able to come off the bench if they'd like and, and Chloe Legarzo and all these players that you know they kind of missed for a little bit because of the World Cup, just getting them all back in and integrated back into the team. And once once they're finding these passes and, and getting into a rhythm, 
Uh, I think that they're going to really have one of the stronger attacks in the league. And that's why they had, you know, I think nine shots at halftime. And uh, they they just seemed like they were suffocating the, the sky blue defense with their pace and their shots on goal. So uh, definitely as they get, you know, around each other more, I think it's going to just keep keep taking off. Uh, between Chloe Lagarzo and Amy Harrison, which of the Aussies do you think the Spirit are more, ha- are not more happy, but uh, which one do you think, who do you think is going to have the, the stronger short-term impact on getting the, the team back in, in the form? Yeah, so I think it's actually an interesting question because right now, you know, Amy Harrison is definitely the necessity for them just because Tegan McGrady is out and uh, they need to have a to have a left back um, but I think she has struggled a lot and you know is it's important to have that body in there but also they need to see a little bit more out of her so that's why I think Chloe Lagarzo has been a little bit more um, helpful and could have a bigger impact long term especially once Tegan McGrady comes back um, but then they just got um, EK from Seattle that's another right. Aussie um, you know, she has played really well in the, in the few minutes that we've seen her in both, um, the past two games. So I, I would love to see more from her because I think that out of the three of them, she really could have the, the biggest impact for the spirit. Um, so I, I'm reading this just off of what the spirit just published. And, um, I would assume that this is true, but um, has it really been three years since the Spirit last lost to Sky Blue? Uh, yeah, it was. I think they were saying 2016, almost uh, to the to the day. Actually, that is incredible. Um, I think that they were saying that last night on the stream. Um, that's pretty incredible. Um, yeah. Washington is a dominant. Yep, eight eight zero and two against Sky Blue since suffering the one nil defeats uh, on July twenty third. 2016 that is incredible that's an incredible run against a team that uh are they do they play them three times again this year or no that no that was no uh, just twice this year i think i think so yeah yeah but in in the past two years it's been it's been three times uh right one two yep. no they do play in three times this year okay so oh, okay so a team that they have to play three times um it's it's amazing that they've been able to go uh almost three seasons uh worth of uh football before um before uh suffering or without suffering a loss um how about aubrey bledsoe i mean you know even even in these even in these losses she's still showing up right i mean there's still uh you know amazing saves she's she's laying out her body for uh to to protect the goal um She's leads. She leads the league in saves by I think three or four. Still four. Yep. So she has fifty one saves uh, after after uh, the midweek game. Um, I mean, she's got to be the she's got to be the team's MVP, right? Again, I, mean, I, I know it's like it's it's middle of the season. Things can happen, but it's hard to believe that. Um, it, 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 it's hard to imagine that you would be that uh, that there would even be another like an argument made for a player that's having a larger impact on the team's success. And this isn't taking anything away from the players. I hope everybody understands that. This is a, giving a huge nod to the contributions that Aubrey Bledsoe has had in goal. Yeah, I mean, 
in- incredible. Uh, I think that once again, the spirit are relying heavily on Bledsoe. Uh, but I feel like there's a difference between last season and this season. It seemed like last season she had to make so many tough saves yeah. um, to really bail them out. And, and this season, yeah, she's still racking up the save numbers, but they look so much more composed, so much simpler. And I think that's a lot to do with the back line she's had, she has in front of her, uh, doing a great job of controlling, keeping them kind of compact and, and working together as a unit. And I think that the only time that I've really seen her uh, kind of struggle in the past month and a half or so was uh, against Houston, just the second goal kind of caught her off guard. But other than that, um, you know, she's she's looked really well even in these losses. So nothing you can you can really do about that. Um, and I think that, like many people have said recently, if she can get her distribution cleaned up a little bit, she is a sure vote for the national team here in the next cycle or so. Uh, how exciting would that be? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's, um, yeah, that'd be uh, quite exciting. I would tell everybody, people like, shut up, Tim. We don't care. I want to tell you how, I want to tell you how the goalkeeper for the Washington spirit is, uh, is, is possibly on the, the national team. Uh, <laughs> last year, she ended the, she, she ended the season last year with 108 saves, right? That's the, the, the end of the uh, full season. She's now at 51 at just over the halfway, halfway point. Um, so not quite the volume, but like you said, the quality of saves, the shirt says it's, says it best. I believe saves with grace, uh, yep. right year for that shirt to, uh, to come out. By the way, shirts are out. Everybody who pre-ordered one should have one. Everybody in the shirt club should finally have yours. Um, Andy Sullivan and Ashley Hatch are next. I got confirmation from both of them, uh, just this past week that they are both interested, um, so much like and it's it there's synergy i i emailed hope she does, i hope she doesn't mind me saying this i actually emailed Tori so i can get ash's um email address and i was like hey uh i've talked i i know that she's down i just need her email address can you help me out um we're gonna hopefully work on her and andy and, and Tori responded glad to hear you're doing one for them because uh, i guess her and aubrey were talking about who else should have shirts and there were the two they met they, they, and andy and ashford came up in the conversation so uh so not only do we think we should have but apparently the the players are, are getting involved in uh in shirt selection as well so uh it's a lot of fun to to do these shirts um so stay tuned for uh for news on that we're working on the designs now pre-order will be available Probably simultaneously. We'll probably actually, so people will actually have an opportunity to order both shirts at one time. Uh, the, the pre-order for those will happen simultaneously. Um, just looking at the numbers for the uh, the Sky Blue uh, Sky Blue game, Spirit win one uh, nil. As you mentioned, um, goodness, where to go? There we go. Uh, Ashley Hatch uh, scores in the fifty first. I'm sorry, fifty fourth minutes. Um, the spirit really like we're peppering the goal with 17 shots. Only uh, only got three of them on goal, but uh, plenty of uh, plenty of opportunities to uh, for Sky Blue uh, six shots. They had two on goal, uh, two saves for both. Um, a lot of fouls in this game, or not? I guess not a lot of fouls. Yeah, yeah but uh, yeah, I guess not, nine and eight. Yeah, it was a, yeah, it's a bit of a chippy game. Um, with a couple of yellow cards, one given to Tori Houston in the nine, in the in the ninety second minute. Tori Houston, not uh, 
not uh, not going soft late in game. I like that. Uh, I like that a lot. Uh, looking at the next few games for uh, the Spirits, they go on the road to North Carolina, then they host Chicago, then on the road again to Portland. Um, I mean, is there? I mean, I guess I guess Sky Blue maybe has maybe with the record the Spirit has now long term with them shows that they are the easier answer to this question. But um, I mean, even looking at the standings, uh, New Jersey, uh, Sky Blue at the bottom of uh, <laughs> Sky Blue at the bottom of the standings, Orlando just uh, just above them. But uh, you know, Orlando showed that they they can still be competitive, and every other team has shown that they have what it takes to remain competitive or beat you know beat the Spirit. Uh, no easy game, but at the same time, there's no like, there's no, there's no game where I would expect the spirit to lose now either. I think that the crazy thing about the spirit is, aside from Sky Blue, the past few years they they tend to play down to their opponents when they're towards the bottom of the table, and they play better against the top of the table teams, and it's so incredibly frustrating because. You should be picking up those points against the lower teams. But I guess it's a good sign heading into, you know, this next stretch of games where they are playing the other three playoff teams. And it's going to force them to pick up points and, and really prove themselves uh, heading down the stretch that they are a legitimate contender for the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm excited to see, uh, where, uh, how the next few weeks, uh, unfold for the spirits. Cause I think, uh, there's, pl- there's plenty of games to play, plenty of games to play, but, um, there's been a lot of shifting on the standings, right? Like, uh, teams have seen, uh, a wide range of positions in standings. It's interesting to see who averages out, who peters off, who steps up, whatever it may be. Uh, I mean, this wasn't too long ago that North Carolina, North Carolina was on in the bottom half of the standings, right? Now they're uh, now they're just a few games out of uh, out of first. So uh, very. It, it, there's no way I'd be able to tell you who I thought was going to make the playoffs this yeah. year, right? There's um, I would I would choose I would probably say North Carolina just based off of reputation and and talent. Um, I'm hopeful on the spirit, and if I you force me to pick two more, I'd probably say Portland, and I don't know. I think Utah makes a uh, resurgence and comes back into the playoff uh, uh, playoff picture. But that means like, does that mean Chicago can't get in? Like, I don't know. I can't. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so this the NWCL announced an ESPN uh, broadcast partnership. Um, just one of just a couple sort of administrative news that came out since uh, in the past few weeks. Um, like these are great, right? The, all of these broadcast partnerships, all, like that, either the Spirit are making or NWSL are making. Do you, do you see an impact though? And I, it's still short. It's still still super super like uh, early to to make any um, any real assessment. But um, do do you think that they're doing a really great job of making sure there's ways that people can see the game? Right, making right. sure that there that there's that it's being broadcast, so that the opportunity to watch the game is there. Do you feel like, and I, I guess maybe the, the spirits have shown a little bit of this, and and but the NWL, do you feel like they're doing enough to actually inspire people to turn on the ESPN to watch the game? Does I that th- make sense? Yeah, I think the advantage of having a deal like this is, you know. 
on Saturday afternoons, Saturday evenings, you're flipping through your TV channels and you come across ESPN and you stop and you go, hey, what is this? I think that it's going to grab some casual fans in. Um, I think it also just, it's a great opportunity to get onto a bigger network. Uh, I think that's how better TV deals are going to develop. And, um, you know, I wish that the Spirit had a few more games on ESPN. Uh, The fact that uh, neither of the Audi Field games got picked up for the ESPN deal is slightly frustrating to me. But um, the fact that the Spirit are still on TV locally, uh, I think, is is going to be actually a greater impact long term. So, yeah, I think this is a great thing for the league and excited to hopefully see this turn into a season-long partnership next season. Yeah. Um, by the way, uh, Ashley Hatch, uh, you know, leads the Spirits uh, with four goals. Um, Sam Kerr, with with missing time due to the World Cup, has 10 goals in a season already. Incredible. <laughs> I love how she came back from the World Cup and just like messed around and got a got a hat, hat trick. trick. Yes. Yeah. She Incredible. was like, by the way, this is why I was hyped in the yes. in the World Cup. Don't don't let that uh, reflect on how you may feel about me. This this is the player that uh, everybody. Yeah. So I thought it was funny. She comes back from this disappointing World Cup run and just like you know what, Let's score a hat trick. Yeah. Um. But yeah, ten goal. What is what is uh what did Crystal Dunn get in her career year? <sighs> could not tell you i want to say like 12 or 14 um but that was also fewer games you know um i'm gonna i'm gonna say 15 i could i think it hit 15 let's see let's see how fast i can pull this up here we go cool. dunn finished the regular season with a league leading 15, 15 goals yep. giving her the 2015 golden boot one appearances and sam kerr has like 10 appearances on the season has 10 goals. <laughs> she is a, she, I can't even describe her. Like I, she's incredible. And everything that Megan Rapino was in the world cup, Sam Kerr is that to the NWSL. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the last thing I want the last thing I want to get your thoughts on is one of the things that the spirits did this year, uh, better than they have in any other year, um, is themed nights. Um, you know, they, uh, you know, obviously, you know, they have pride night and armed forces nights, uh, um, but, but even had, they even had star Wars night, they had public service servants night, they had, they had a few other themed nights. I'm curious what your thoughts were on the execution of any of those nights. If you thought that um, the great ideas were were th- that the that the fans actually saw the like the, like that there was actually an experience to be had on these nights. Yeah, um, I think the two that stick out to me the most were obviously Pride Night was a big deal. Um, they really pushed that, especially in conjunction with. Show getting her jersey retired, just a nice combination of a lot of things. Um, but this past weekend was First Responders Night, uh, mm. and they actually did a very good job with this, in my opinion. So um, the color guard was a combination of different first responders. Uh, Wegmans actually sponsored a booth for 
the first responders and they could get free snacks uh, if you could prove that you're a first responder. Yeah. Also, during halftime, I think it was, the brief halftime that we were actually in the stadium for uh, was they had on, up on the video board um, some first responders video messages such as like pulling over for people when you see the lights of emergency vehicles. So things like that. And I thought it was just well put together, kind of a, a well-executed night for a certain group. Yeah, very good. By the way, not only not only should you pull over for emergency vehicles, do not drive too closely behind them. Yep. I've that been too. pulled over for that before. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I got pulled over for you. He was like, yeah, you were a little too close to that ambulance. And yeah. I was like, okay, I got you. He, I didn't get a ticket, but he was like, yeah, they back off just a little bit. <laughs> um, so yeah, not, pulling over, uh, but not falling too close just as, uh, just as important. Uh, all right, Jordan, we will do this again next week. I promise you uh, we will do this again next week. Um, and uh, we'll we'll finish out the the season strong. Um, the next uh, when's the next one? August April, uh, August ten. Yep. Hosting Chicago. Oh, I'm gonna watch Sam Kerr play. <laughs> Heck yeah, I'm definitely here for that one. And I I, I will um, I will be at Audi Field on the 24th as media. I will be at Audi Field on um, in September as a fan. Um, but go. I do plan on being at both of those games. Yeah, I'm bringing I'm bringing a group out to the the game against uh, Seattle. So excited for that, Jordan! Thank you for joining me, and we will do this again next week. Absolutely, thanks for having me.